Welcome to the Ball Bros. My name is Nick. I'm Jake. And I'm Sandy. Coming at you with a lot of sports and a little bit of nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. It's Friday, baby. TGIF. The Ball Bros podcast. It's a Friday night. We're feeling great. We had to witness a very uneventful Thursday night. Yeah, who cares about Thursday night football anymore? Yeah, and we called that. I mean, we said this is probably going to be one of the worst games of the year, and it absolutely lived up to it. I said that ironically because I do love the presentation. I think the actual games that they bought are horrible. What was it, $11 billion deal for the season? Yeah, and like we said, like, you know, we know each team has to get one one primetime game. It's in the contract that they have to. But why? Why is, like, why are the Broncos? Why are the Broncos getting multiple (laughs) primetime games? Well, they have, like, seven in the first five weeks. I mean, it's it's insane. They got Monday night. It does bring up an interesting thing is, like, when you look at teams before the year, I mean, that was one of the most hyped-up teams that they were going to take the next step. They got the big quarterback. So you have to look at before the year. I guess they kind of made those plans before thinking they were going to be amazing. Yeah, the NFL probably thought last night, Carson Wentz turns it around. Back to MVP form. Just Justin Fields coming into his prime. No. no. People were calling it Justin like, Fields' breakout game just, last night and just didn't It happen. sucks no. because it could have happened. There was multiple plays that if Fields just scanned the field a little bit more or maybe touched his pass up a, a little bit more. A pass on a wide open yeah, touchdown. That, they were talking about two egregious. touchdowns alone just on those two plays. I know one, he had a, a man wide open in the left For the flat. game winner? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like – I don't know what they're doing wrong. I don't know if he's nervous back there. He's not going through his full progressions, and I think that's what's holding them back because he's a hell of an athlete. It's but. hiring a defensive-minded head coach and adding and really taking away weapons on offense because yeah. Allen Robinson, I mean, God love him. At least he was there. Now who do they have? Velas Jones? I picked no. him up in Dynasty. And, I mean, <laughs> he didn't even play. He yeah. fumbled when he got in. I mean, right. they have nobody. St. Brown. Like, you know, they, I feel like they have Byron talent. Pringle is drunk driving. He's not even playing. <laughs> I, just, I don't know where they went wrong. And the thing is, it doesn't look pretty. And, you know, you mix the fact that Carson Wentz is a mistake machine, mm-hmm. but he also has some decent games. Yeah, and it was he, just he's goaded on Thursday night football. Yeah. Now, yeah. now six and oh, outside of wow. the building and everything going on for Washington. I mean, I can't it's hard to believe that those two teams played at that moment after all the news that came out this week with uh, Dan Snyder. I mean, it's truly insane. Yeah. And for me, I was talking a little bit last night. Washington might have my least favorite jerseys right now. Definitely they were the ugliest. disgusting. They have the, the worst name too. I mean, what's wrong with name, them? The the color scheme, the it's OG different. color scheme of the it's kind of plain of the red and the yellow. I actually love. It's very unique. You don't see that besides like USC is kind they of the only other team. They just didn't do it well, and they did it bad. It's like a fuchsia the, now. The classic looks ra- like hot dog the classic jerseys. Classic Washington exactly. red and yellow. The old OG was primarily just the red yeah. with the yellow accents. They need to get back to that because those yeah. were clean. They were unique. You know, they don't have to keep the name, but you know, you can still change it up a little bit without are, changing it completely. These are two historic teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was before our lifetime, yeah. but absolutely historic teams. We've never seen these teams in their prime. Right. It's nope. truly saddening, and it looks like it's only getting worse. Yeah, yeah. multiple for uh, the Bears. multiple Super Bowls combined between the two teams in their history, but like you said, in our lifetime, I have never witnessed really a, a good either one of these teams, and like you said, I can't see it getting to that point in the next five, ten years. Yeah, I mean, the Colts and the Commanders remind me a lot of each other. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep cycling through quarterbacks and being, what, 6-11 and 11 every year? 
Yeah. It's pitiful. Right. Well, I'm tired of talking about that game. Yeah, let's can move we, on. Can we just ever get to a good Thursday night game? <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I do, I do want to put one thing out for that game. The only somewhat good news, Brian Robinson yeah. gets a touchdown after yep. after yeah. being ass- assaulted and, and shot. So. He's a great story. We love him. We love Brian and Robinson. He, he didn't honestly look that efficient. I'm, I'm going to be honest. He, But the line was giving him no holes. He was getting like two, three yards a carry. But Okay, rest of season, Brian Robinson, yeah. Cam Akers. Oh my God, Brian Robinson! Cam Akers isn't well, even in the go. even in the facility right now. We'll get into that later. Do we have any uh, injury news we want to talk about? Well, Lockett just got cleared to play, like just now on my phone. I saw. I saw Rogers was good, of course. I didn't expect him to miss, but he had a little issue with his hand. Tyreek Hill and Waddle look like they're going to play. Yeah, there's actually a lot of people back this week that that are coming back. Keenan Allen is questionable again, which even if you have him, probably still don't start him yet. Um, as yeah. limited as limited in that setback, you know everything going on with Keenan Allen scares the life out of me. Yeah. I don't know if I'd play him this week, even if he does play. Yeah, I know, and we've been talking about him for weeks now. We're just we're super scared of that injury. Um, but yeah, a lot of people coming back. I think Higgins is questionable. John Taylor practiced again today, so he should yeah. be good. Michael Thomas out. Thomas is James out. James is also yeah. out. As you mentioned earlier, we were talking about Taysom Hill. <laughs> I guess now he's looking like more of an upside this week for, you know, the banged up Saints roster, but you have either four points or twenty points with Taysom Man. Hill every week. It's yep. it's, it's not, disturbing. Not hopeful, but you're not completely doubtful. Now that we've seen the ceiling for Taysom, I I kinda love it. I think we're gonna talk about him later though. I think we will. Um any other news out there? Anybody that's Pablo's really trying to get on this show today. Pablo just like aggressively assaulted Jake over here. (laughs) He's cracked right now. I don't think any other big news. I mean, I think uh, kind of a bigger, not necessarily injury related, we just said was Cam Akers. He is not, he's out of the team for personal reasons right now. Kyron Hill, go ahead and pick him up. I know I saw some back and forth on Twitter today about him. I have him in Dynasty. He's sitting in my IR spot. I think when it comes to the Rams, I'm not excited for Daryl Henderson or Cam Akers if, if he comes back at all. It sounds like he's not even with the team. And the Rams look awful anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. And, like, it, it just scares me when you see a guy this young who they drafted in a in a pretty premium spot for a running back to to have this bad of a start to the season, and then you start seeing personal reasons. Start to his career. Yeah, honestly, start to the career. And, and like you said, top three dynasty pick at yeah, one point. Yeah, I mean, and you thought because that offense was really good and, and he was going to be a stud. But it's starting to get scary for me. And to, what you said about Henderson, I don't think I'm, and I have him in Dynasty, I don't think I'm super excited about him. He's projected 17 points this week just because he's the lead back. But I don't think he, I don't think he gets there. But If there was ever a time that the Rams could trade for Kareem Hunt, it would be now. Oh, I absolutely agree with that. Or Tony Pollard, you know, one of these backup running backs somewhere, but. Really, Henderson projected 17 points. Is he going to get 110 yards and a touchdown? Because that's mm. the only way I could see right. that happening. Yeah, I'm I'm low on the 17. I think he can get 12 to 14 or something like that. But yeah, I think, I think the range fair. is more like eight to 11. Wow. Unless he gets that. his touchdown. Well, I that, that, that yeah. very first week where he was the lead back and um, Cam didn't play at all, he got like 12 points, but he did catch like four passes. So yeah. if maybe, they get him involved, yeah, I mean, I you can get that projection. But likelihood, how much will they really use him this week? It's going to be a weird type of game. Carolina's without you know their head coach first week. They should they should blow them out, and then which should make them run the ball. But 
this offense is not that good right now. Yeah, I don't even know what to expect from that game. That'll be one of the – we're not going to talk about it later because the Rams are projected to win by 10, and Vegas knows what they're talking about. But, like, man, in, in terms of that game, that's going to be nothing but wild cards. It's yeah. going to be a whole new offense for Carolina. I mean – That's a trap game. P.J. Walker. I've seen people talking about, like, because they just lost their head coach, they're going to come out here and scrap yeah. like every team does when they lose like a main head coach. And they have a young defense. J.C. Horn is going to be on Cup all day, so Cup's going to have a good game. Mm-hmm. And their best corner is going to be taken out of it. It's it's going to be kind of bizarre. Yeah. I think that's, the Rams could go up early, and then it's going to be a lot of catch-up for Carolina after that. Right. Yep. D.J. Moore still not looking good, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> unfortunately. We'll, yeah, we'll mention DJ, him later. Um, what other were we looking at? I don't think any other major injury news. Kamara's getting sued for $10 million. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what about Devontae? Devontae yeah, taking the charge. <laughs> I uh, would rather injury, be in Devontae's shoes. Injury report, the cameraman. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, remember before the year, I was scared to death of Kamara for multiple reasons. I mean, last year he starts the injury. He's got a broken back. He never really fully recovers until the end, and he's getting injections every week just to be able to play. And then this stuff comes out where he beats a man within an inch of his life. And I think I'm thinking for sure suspension. And then they're like, no, let's suspend him next year. He so, might get suspended for six games next year. Yeah, that's a I I'm scared to death of Kamara. If you have him, yep. you better go ahead and oh, trade him now me. or no, you're never trading him. I have him. plans. I have plans. You I got know. plans? Okay. I had the plan. You got him in Dynasty? I do. You don't want Kamara in Dynasty because he's underperforming Here's what you do, and folks. you can't really trade him. You let him have two more games. Two more. That's all it Two takes. good games. Two more good games. And then what do you do? You flip them. Sell high. Trade sell. them for the playoff push. You yeah. don't even have to sell high. You just got to sell them for more than you know what that floor will be at the end of the year. So you get anything before the end of the year, you're going to be take winning. a first-round draft I pick think for him. in terms yeah. of – Like a single first-round draft pick. In terms of this season, so. though, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm to, saying. It's just next year he's going to miss half the I'm year. I'm going to keep getting my worth out of him. Yes, with a with a previous broken get as back. much as you can. But if he can come back and be different, I think he's very similar to like the DeAndre Hopkins situation this year. If D Hop comes back and looks good, we'll probably be saying the same thing about Kamara. If you know he does face that six games, you've pushed that timeline up because I recall you saying at like the end of the season you would trade Kamara. Are you feeling different about him now? I feel a little bit different. I don't feel like I'm going to trade him at the very last second. No. I right. don't think I'm going to trade him early, but again, it just depends. How does he look? Because I mean, at the end of the day, he can completely be irrelevant, and then what do I do? Yeah, and he you're need, stuck holding the bag. He needs to have a couple more games for you to be able to trade him to a team that is on the cusp that wants to make a playoff push and that needs that one extra back, and that's when you're going to need to to get the value. Trade him to Malcolm for Najee. I would. I that's would. Tough. I would. I, I would do would that do right now, one for one. I think he would do it. We'll think about he's it. He's a Saints guy. He likes he likes Kamara. No, right. exactly. Yeah. I forgot he was yeah. a, Saints he's fan. a Saints fan. Yeah, he even better. All right, yes, you guys sir. want to get into what the our favorite starts of the week, our stars of the week, as I would say. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll run this one with uh with Eno Benjamin. I love it. I love Eno Benjamin. I think we're an Eno Benjamin podcast. Yeah. He's you young. Know? They're the second time. That's the second time he's popped up on here. Well, I mean, he's young, and he was a. He wasn't really even on my radar before the beginning of the season, but I Might mean, be the fifth time he's been brought up to be uh, honest. But like, he he looks good in the touches he's got, and this is going to be his week that he's going to start. No other competition. There is no other running back competition. Yeah, Daryl Williams is already out, right? Yeah, and Connor. Mm. So he's literally going to start and only wow. start. Well, 
on that note, yeah, that's a that's a good start. They, they got him on a pick. Very effective. Do they have a rookie guy, right, Ingram? Yeah, and they probably they'll have a guy that'll come in for some spells. But this should be his show, and this game should be very interesting. Another hopefully should be high scoring game against Seattle. Yeah. I think so in Seattle. Right, that's one of my like low key high scoring game of the week that's predictions. Insane. I can't believe we're saying that. Exciting. But, so um, I mean, Gino. he should get the opportunity. Hopefully. Um, even if he doesn't get a touchdown, which maybe he doesn't get the goal line work, I could see him still getting four or five targets and 60, 70 yards rushing. So, Wow. Sandy? I'm going to stick with it. We've said it before. Now we're really on the train. I think Start we love it. Ramondre. Yeah. He's, he's, he's probably going to be your RB2 from now on. If not, potentially RB1 if he continues. I have him as a low-end RB1 this week. Yeah, he's locked yep. in for we me. We talked about locked it a couple in. days ago, and we said he, we're probably thinking he gets at least 15 fantasy points, right? And he over he yeah, outdid like that last week, and then what's he going to do this week with a full workload? And Cleveland's one of the worst teams in the league against yeah, the run. Like Austin Eckler had 190 yards against them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's promising. You know, the whole Atlanta offense ran over them. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. if this is a week that you want to start Ramondre, this is disappointing for you Damian Harris fans because this would have been the matchup that he would have had a good game as well. But that's the thing about these backup handcuff running backs because – Damian Harris is always going to have Ramondre nipping at his heels. Ramondre's nobody never going to have Damian. Pierre Strong nipping yeah. at Ramondre's heels. Give has me he a even break. have has he even been activated as someone who knows? Yeah, he's roster? he's played a little bit this year, but overall he has he hasn't gotten any touches. He's he'll mainly probably, a special team guy. He'll probably touch so one or two active. times. I would say. Is this there week. another guy that mm-hmm. they he was they inactive last week? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who's the backup running back right now? Officially, it'll be Pierre. Yeah. It'll be I Pierre could still strong. somehow see him get getting like a touchdown touch. and get like ten yards total, but yeah, it should be Ramondre. It should be the Ramondre show, and I think we're now to the point where we're locking him in no matter what. Even if you have a couple other better running backs, you're probably at least starting him in your flex. So. You guys want to do a little this or that for Ramondre? I mean, in terms of running backs, where is he projected on the week? He's I mean, projected week, running back twelve. Yeah, he's got to be top ten for me, right? Aaron Jones versus the Jets. Or Ramondre Stevenson. I'm, Ramondre. I mean, I'm just taking Ramondre just because of the work. I don't think he's a better back necessarily, but I like Ramondre. Joe Mixon week. against New Orleans. I'm, I'm probably, probably still Ramondre. taking Ramondre probably this Ramondre. week. Any other week, I'm saying Joe Mixon. But this week, because it yeah, is we're New talking Orleans, about this week. We're it. talking about full workload. Daryl Henderson against Carolina. Ramondre. Ramondre. That one's not even close. Dalvin Cook against Miami. Ooh, now that one's that one's good because Dalvin Cook's starting to look like he's getting more of a groove. Yes, I think he you know left off on a good note this past week, and I think it gets to be similar. We saw this past week with you know the Jets; they ran absolutely yeah. over Miami. That's, uh, I might go Cook on that just because I think they get a big there. Really. Yeah, I think both of them have pretty effective games on the run. I think Dalvin Cook this this might be his best opportunity. You know, and last week was good. He has an opportunity that this could be his like season high. Well, tomorrow. especially because they'll Saturday. be up by 20 in the first quarter. Should be Scott big... Thompson's going to probably throw a pick six immediately. <laughs> but just based on what I that little exercise we just did, he would already be the running back seven on yeah. the week. Wow. Easy top ten. I mean, his floor is so high this week. I We haven't seen his ceiling yet. We don't know if he can put in a 30-point performance. We don't know right. that yet. But his floor should be that, we're saying, 15 he, points. He didn't even score a touchdown last week. He last year, he did have a game of like 28. Mm. He scored two touchdowns. And had over 100 yards. I could see that also happening this week against Cleveland. You know who else I think will have over 100 yards and probably two touchdowns? James Robinson. Two. Two touchdowns? And we have another guy we're going to talk about later on the same team, Etienne. 
But I think James Robinson and the Jaguars have the Colts number. And this is that kind of week where they're going to come in and absolutely dominate time of possession, and it's going to start with James Robinson. Now, this is one where I might disagree because the only reason that happens is because Indianapolis cannot beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. They have not done it. I think they can beat them in Indianapolis. They can't beat them in Indy either. You don't think so? No. Absolutely this might be, this not. This might be a B for the week right here. Cause it's- I, don't, I don't fully disagree here. I think James Robinson isn't a bad start, and we'll, I'll tell you why I think that later. But for the most part, I think this is going to be a somewhat ugly game. Should I think if they do get the ground game going, it's because it's going to be pound, you know, right up the middle. It's going to be the James Robinson style of running. And, you know, they'll get their pass plays off. This isn't going to be a game where it's about hitting the outside. This is going to be up the gut. And last year that, when he played him, he went 12 for 57 and four catches for 27 and got a touchdown. Two. I know that's not the biggest stat line in the world. The year before that, he didn't play at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. He misses typically the last couple of games right. of the year. Mm-hmm. But I Why just have that? a feeling that this is a James Robinson kind of week because okay. when it comes to fantasy football, when a guy has three games in a row, 19, 15, 20, and two games in a row with two points and five mm-hmm. points, and then he gets a matchup against a rival mm-hmm. and the team loves him. I mean, the team loves him like – the commanders love Brian Robinson. It's something about these Robinson They want guys. to keep him going. I mean, no. the thing is, he hasn't disappointed us to the point where it's like we don't need to give him touches. I think he's, he's at least he's a, a high-end flex of running back, too. I think he's definitely a startable player, 100%, and definitely one that you want to keep an eye out. Yeah, he's not going to sneak into the RB1, maybe not even RB2 conversation, but a guaranteed flex start. I would love to make this the beef of the week. Let's go to the beef of the week because – We'll mention earlier, Sandy. I know you're already on Nick's team because what you're what I'm about to say, I, I, NTN outscores James Robinson this week. Oh man, hmm. I don't like that. I don't like. You that. like I that, disagree. Sandy? I so disagree. You disagree. Okay. I let's think I'm on in. board with the James Robinson train this week. I love NTN. You've heard it. You know, I, I praise him all year. He hasn't really shown me enough to give me that confidence in him just yet i think it's still james robinson He's averaging like seven okay. yards a carry okay i'll and say he, a, he, a had, beast. Uh, he had 110 all-purpose yards against the texans last week yeah which yeah that's all i'm but we say. were thinking james robinson would as well because i said both start both of them and then james yep. robinson puts up 2.7 yards a carry against the, one of the worst rush defenses in the turned in the out league. to be a damian pierce game on the other side of the ball right. he dominated it all right we're locking that in that's the beef of the week you're okay. saying James Robinson will get outperformed by NTN? Yes. How badly? Doesn't matter. It does doesn't not matter. matter. It doesn't matter how badly. We're saying <laughs> wow. who's outscoring who, and it's NTN is outscoring James I'm Robinson. I'm going Robinson over ETN. That's I'm going Robinson thousand. over okay. NTN, too, okay. this week. That's okay. Fine. All Fair. right. Let's do it. Who's next? Jake? Yeah, so let's get back into some little starts. And this one, I hate to say it, but I'm going Taysom Hill this week. A tight, a tight end? Wait, a quarterback? Uh, yeah, a, wait, a running back? A, wait, a, uh, not oh, a wide receiver. Defense special catch teams? The ball. Yeah. A tight end with one catch on the year right. for two yards? And the only, one of the main reasons I'm saying it, not because of this big game he had last week, is because he's they're playing the Bengals, who I know more than, than most people do about how their defense works. We cannot guard a tight end. We've never been able to, I mean – Andrews just feasted on them. They can't guard a tight end in that, but the run defense has been good. But I think they scheme up some plays for him. See, that's where I, you know, to that point you said they can't stop a tight end. The thing is he won't be a true tight end in this right. game. He's going to be lined up more in the running back. So wouldn't you think that with the run defense of Cincinnati that they would be stopping him? Well, he's a full-blown wildcat quarterback. That's the what tr- he is. The trick plays sometimes 
sometimes mess with Cincinnati. And I get what you're saying. Like, he's probably not going to catch a lot of passes out of that backfield. But I do see them needing to make plays because Michael Thomas is out and Jameis Winston is out. And what did they do last week when both of them were out? I mean, and Alave La- might be out with that concussion right. still. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree to that extent. If you want to make one argument, I say it's because the fact they are very shorthanded. They need it's to scheme sh- up plays. Yeah. They need scoring t- plays. And if the Saints want even a chance in this ball game, Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara ha- are going to have to be doing their thing. Here's a fun line for Taysom Hill. Over under seven fantasy points. Oh, I mean it's that's a touchdown. It's, yeah, it's that's either all the it one is. or the over. I'm gonna obviously because I'm saying start him. I'm gonna go over. Sandy, how do you feel about? I don't it? You think, think he's getting think, it. I think he does get over. Is yep. it a guy who I'm feeling confident is gonna go off again? No, not through but, thirty. And even, I don't even think he gets over fifteen. I think he's in that in between. I think he's over seven, but I think he's around like twelve, thirteen. How did Eddie pick him up in Dynasty while the game was going on? How did yeah, he do that? I think I had I picked him up in Dynasty at one point. I think, or maybe I was an Amish. And you I think picked I dropped him up him. for a week in Dynasty. Yeah, and then he pulled he pulled out that what three point performance or whatever, <laughs> and I dropped him immediately because that's what he's going to do. Here's my thing about Taysom. Last year he had five touchdowns. This year he already has six mm-hmm. touchdowns. He threw that touchdown to Adam Troutman last week. Speaking right. about tight ends, I yeah. think especially if Olave is out in a high scoring game against the Bengals, I like Taysom. Sure. But also like all the other tight ends in that mm. game too. If you need I, one, I'm gonna stop you right there though. If you just try to say this will be a high scoring game, I think you're wrong. Yeah, no, the Bengals will think... put up points, but I do not think the Saints' offense will muster up more than 20 points in this ball game. So if they score two touchdowns, who are they giving those two touchdowns to? I think or three. Eric does get one, and I think a random person gets one. It probably could be Taysom, Taysom. Hill. Yeah, probably it, could probably be. Taysom. <laughs> it could be Taysom Hill. You answered that question. I, but the thing is, I guarantee if that happens, oh that's God. the stat line we're going with. Yeah, that's true. If he gets two touchdowns this week, uh, oh, I don't even God. know how I'll feel. He might be in every – whatever. Yeah. Who's the next guy, yeah. Sandy? Raheem Mostert. I, it pains me to say this because I was a big Chase Edmonds advocate. I think we all love Raheem Mostert as the person, right? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, he's never really been a bad back. He's just always had injury issues. You remember when his arm broke and it looked like a squiggly line? Oh, gosh. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, the man's always been a dog, and now he's 30 years old running around like a 23-year-old. Yeah, one of the best games of his career last week. Um, 113 yards, a touchdown. He's not going to get many targets in that offense. But Minnesota, who, like we said earlier, that's the only thing that scares me about this game is the game script. If Minnesota goes up big, I don't think they run Moster a lot, and he doesn't catch passes. The thing is, I think it's a weird matchup. I don't think Miami's going to get blown out in this one. I think Minnesota is going to be the better team just for this week because, you know, with how banged up Miami is. Defensively, I think, you know, it's they're not going to play a perfect execution, but the Vikings also are known to not take advantage, and they do play down to their com- competition a lot. That's the thing right there. Miami has better coaching. I agree yeah, to that. Honestly. So a game like this, I think it is closer than what we would think, and I think someone like Raheem Mostert is going to be able to attack the ground. They love him. You know, last week he came out here 18 carries. It's only improved throughout the year. Mm. So, you know, you look at the numbers, I think he can repeat it. Chase Edmonds doesn't seem to be – getting a lot of you know reps on him and then you got miles no, he's, gaskin who's he's gone stealing those everyone else is gone no one else is even a, an, a thought the well. the real question is is most are going to get 15 touches in this game probably i think he gets over 15 i don't think he gets 25 but i think he gets in that you know 15 to 21 i think he'll serve his purpose i'm guessing i would take an over of 66 and a half rushing yards i would take that over i would too. take that over as well i just think 
I think it's going to be a bigger blowout than you think it is. I do realize that Minnesota does play down, but I mean, the Jets just absolutely obliterated them, and Minnesota is way better than the Jets. So, well, I think we're underselling the Jets, but that's another conversation. I mean, uh, the Jets are a little better than I think most people realize. But yeah, was that all the starts, or do we have one more? Nick, Chris Godwin. You know, I almost took Chris Godwin. I love this matchup. Well, I mean, he's two weeks in a row, 10 targets, six targets, and all six of those targets last week came in like the first half. He did it immediately, like four in the first two drives. So when it comes to a game against Pittsburgh, whose whole secondary is injured, Mm. and we were talking about it earlier, do we think that'll be a close game? No. It shouldn't. I didn't think last week's would either. It shouldn't be, but... It could be. No. I'm saying right now Pittsburgh is lost. I don't see them stepping up just yet. It's going to take more time. And at this point, with the offense that they have there, I just don't see it being close enough. Do you, think Godwin, do you think Godwin gets his first touchdown of the year this game? Yes. yes. I do. I think he gets an end zone look. I, I, I feel very confident. Did you, did you guys see Tom Brady wearing a Chris Godwin shirt this week? Really? If that doesn't back. say anything. Did you, did you see him roll his eyes? He saw him if roll his eyes. If that doesn't say anything, I don't know what does. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. When it comes to Chris Godwin, this is going to be his get-right game. Two weeks ago, 83% of the snaps, 10 targets. He was involved, but he's mm-hmm. still coming back from two injuries, right. really. Last week, 6 for 61, doesn't miss a target. Brady's wearing his shirt this week. They're playing a hurt secondary. Start him. He's just the easiest like stud of the week that I could think of. Right. He's got a really good schedule coming up too. And I mean, back to back 12 point games, which is a good floor for him. I think probably 10 is normally his floor. He's got Pittsburgh, Carolina, Baltimore, and the Rams, which are all pretty suspect I, to, to wide receivers. So. Over under nine targets. I'm going to go over nine mm-hmm. targets. I'm going to say this could be the kind of game where he can go over 13 targets. I was about That's to say insane. I could very well. You know, that was the thing about Godwin last year. He was a PPR monster. Yeah. He was a target hog. If if he had the body and the work ethic of Cooper Cup, they would be very identical style. You know, very ball demanding, short routes, but also had the breakaway opportunity, and they can make big plays. Last year in 14 games, he had 128 targets. So, in all actuality, it's almost like his floor is right about nine targets a game. Yeah, I mean, that's so, what he averaged. He had six games over double digit targets last year. Yeah, and, and never it, less than five. So one of his, like, his two, two of his three last games, 17 targets. 15 <laughs> targets in back-to-back games. That's the kind of performance I'm looking for this week. This is the kind of guy, if you're starting him in the flex because you're able mm. to trade for him while he was hurt right. or draft him late in a redraft league, go ahead and chalk this week up as I, a duck. I would love yep. to see that because I'm starting him in, in Dynasty, so I would love to see him go off for a big week. I, th- I already texted you a couple days ago. I know it's your week, bro. Uh, I, I so. know it's your week. I feel I good so. about it, too. All so, right, I think we're done with the stars, right? Yeah, disappointing. I love talking about the guys we uh-huh. like, but unfortunately, we got to talk about the guys we don't like this week. Who Nick, do, oh, who do I not start. like? Yeah, you yeah, start. Mm. Well, I don't like Tyler Lockett this week. Let's just start there. Oh. And it's really kind of tough for me because I love DK, and I think this could be a bad week for both of these wide receivers, although I do think this could be the highest-scoring game of the week. Yeah. And if I think the ball's going to anybody, I think it'll be the supreme, like, natural talent that DK is. So I've made Lockett my sit. I mean, that's fair. That's my logic. 
Hmm. I'm I'm skeptical just because how good he's looked lately, and this game, like we said, should be really high scoring. I don't really know how Arizona's cornerbacks are as far as they, if they have one dominant what one. Did, uh, what did A.J. Brown do last week? Uh, A.J. Brown. Six fantasy points, seven uh, fantasy points. What did that, Cooper Cup do? He broke his streak of like 90-yard games. But that, yeah. but that should lead even more into why Lockett should be good, right? Because if A.J. Brown's the guy and, and D.K. Metcalf's the guy, then yes. the second wide, wide receiver should be better. But I don't know how they're going to guard him because D.K.'s not the same as these two guys. D.K. Mm-hmm. is similar to A.J. Brown, I but think I think Lockett is the deep wash, deep water guy. Are we, are we going to ignore deep the water. fact? What, who who, who are the guys? Him, fuck are, we, are we out here comparing... <laughs> Matthew Stafford to Geno Smith. <laughs> oh my God! Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Are we I'm, out here comparing? I think I like Geno Smith more oh right now, yeah, and I, I think he could do more damage to this Arizona Cardinals defense than Matthew Stafford. Yeah. All right, Tyler Lockett over under sixty nine yards. I'm gonna go the under on that. The thing That's is that scary. he still is more of a a deep or a big play, you know, type of guy to get those numbers. 107, 76, 91, 104. Those are his last four I, it's games. It's tough. Yeah. I don't feel as confident in this matchup. So, I mean, that's my one deterrent. Neither do I, man. And he's 30. That's why I like DK more. I think if anybody's going to get that big play in this game from the wide receivers, it'll be DK, not Tyler Lockett. I feel DK is in, is in check for a big game. I think we have yet to really see him have a DK Metcalf type of game. Well, he gets the touchdowns in the games. He doesn't get 149 yards. And in yeah. the first two weeks, he was all targets. Or not even all the targets, just a few targets mm. and 30 yards. All hamburger, no bun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Well, I know somebody who's definitely no burger, or no burger, maybe even no bun. No, no bun. Jake, who you got? No buns, no burgers. I'm going to start off with, with Juju. You got the impossible Only burger on this one. Schuster. Oh, you're calling him a vegan. Oh, absolute vegan. TikTok dance star. You know, one of the best TikTok dancers in the league. I bet he is a vegan, to be honest. Uh, he probably is. That would make a lot of sense. Juju Smith-Schuster. This whole, we've called it from the beginning of the year. He did get drafted fairly high in redraft leagues, but we were so scared that we didn't know who the guy was going to be. We still and, don't. I th- and I think, besides Kelsey, I think, are we going into week six? Are you all safe to say the guy is not Schmitz-Schuster for the rest of the year, or do you think he could turn it around? It just hurts because every game besides the game against the Chargers, he had eight targets. So every game he's getting the same amount of targets. It's just the outcome of those have not been the same. Well, no deep shots. Some of those nope. some of those targets are empty targets because they mm. throw at the juju on those plays where it's like, okay, pocket's yeah. collapsing, let's just get it out, and then they have to give the target to somebody. But – you know who I really appreciate in this whole situation? Patrick Mahomes. Because this summer he told us it was going to be a wide receiver by committee. He, he told did. us. He didn't lie to us. And that's we said true. that that that's what my biggest reasoning at the beginning of the year was for me fading him personally. Was Mahomes said that. We didn't know what they were going to do coming in. And at the end of the day, you have Kelsey that's going to steal 90% of the red zone targets. Who's going to get the rest? It's going to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Jarek McKinnon. Patty Mahomes scrambling. They are not designing plays for him to score to score the ball. And he posted a smash or pass video to, uh, a couple oh, days gosh. ago with I like saw that. cartoon Cringe. characters. So I Cringe. think he's probably a uh, one of those guys that you drop to be honest. Mm. Because Ooh, what, are wow. gonna, what are you going to what are you going to trade That's Juju crazy. for? I think I think you drop him and you let somebody else pick him up. And what I call it is a grenade. Mm. 
you let him blow up on somebody else's team and let, let him, him get be your you pro- six their points problem. or four hmm. points one week, and then one week as his high of the year, he gets you 13 points. What game do you look at the schedule and you're like, yeah, that would be a week that I would play Juju? Yeah, probably these, the next three now. weeks you can't because, I mean, Buffalo, San Francisco, and then Sheesh. Dubai, so you're then right. Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. I would probably play him. And then yeah. uh, that's week nine. Who cares? At the very last nine. half of the season where you go to Cincinnati, you go to Denver, you go to, De- uh, to Houston, I mean – that's not as bad. Seattle and then Denver during their championship. Then at Vegas. At Vegas in Here, the here's one death for you. star, you in, know. In a redraft <laughs> league, would you drop Juju Smith Schuster right now for Alec Pierce? Yes. Yeah. That is insane. No hesitation. That's insane. It's upside. And it's sad it's because you upside. have Patty Mahomes on one end, you have Matt Ryan on yeah, the other. And a rookie, That's crazy. not even the number one wide receiver in that offense. You That's know what, just you know what it would take? It would take Kelsey having to get hurt. And it's almost Ooh. so sacrilegious to say something like that from right. a guy who plays 16 to 15 games every single year. Right. So it's not going to happen. That's what's crazy. It, it, we're not even talking about it would take a wide receiver to get hurt because then they would, just anel- they would just elevate another mediocre wide receiver and it would take yes. the snaps that the other one thing got is, You have Miko Hardman who's serviceable. Yeah. You have MVS, MVS who's serviceable. And the thing is, they're getting the deep shots because there's more speedy wide receivers. Juju is not as, as a speedster no, down the field. He's a possession guy. And the thing is, Patty Mahomes doesn't need a possession yeah, receiver because you already, already have tre- <laughs> Yeah, you already have Kelsey. Exactly. I, and you I also have to, Noah Gray. I used to have Juju in my dynasty team. And when we had to do that reset, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, whatever, I'm, I'm dropping Juju. And you made a good move. Yes, because he's 25. It yeah. sounds insane to say, okay, I have a 25-year-old guy who has yeah. a – 111 catch, 1,400-yard season, seven touchdowns, nine touchdowns. He's got these kind of seasons in his past. What's crazy He's is this is his sixth year. That is insane. Yeah. This is been league since 19. League. He has a top 10 finish. Yeah. His breakout age is unbelievable. He's got every single metric you could ever want, right? except he doesn't have Antonio Brown anymore. Right. Apparently, that was, that was all it was. But it's sad because I feel like that's – I felt really excited about him going into the season, and then I started to realize he maybe just needed to be a place where if he was the Tyler Lockett or the DK style where you had just the one other guy, maybe he picks it up if you had a competent quarterback. It's just yeah. I think he got put and into a really bad most, situation. You have the most competent quarterback in the league, and he still is not that guy. Because there's so much competition. God, we've been talking about Juju forever, right? We we're we're at 34 minutes. We might have to split this into two or make this a real we long one. We were just hating on Juju for so long. Well, it's just tough. Do you have any wide receivers we can hit on, Sandy? DJ Moore. This doesn't take much. We've oh, talked no. about him. It's not exactly his fault. It's not you know, only Baker's fault. It is the head coaching and Baker's fault. But it's DJ totally Moore, Baker's fault. DJ Moore should get an opportunity, hopefully with another team. Will that happen? Maybe, maybe not. If he doesn't, will he? Is his upside there? I don't think so. The Ravens apparently already offered a deal. Mm. That deal won't get done until Carolina apparently gets offered a first-round pick in return for DJ Moore, <sighs> and tough. the Ravens refuse to refuse to budge off of a second-round pick plus. You know, like another bench wide receiver and a couple other players. I would take that if I'm if I'm the, if I'm Carolina because you need to rebuild. I want to do. do a quick um, last thing about Juju for the rest of their career. DJ Moore or Smith Schuster, both 25 years old, I like both DJ been in the Moore. league for the rest of their career. Don't DJ know where Moore. they're going. DJ Moore. That's insane. Look at the times when DJ Moore is getting the ball this year. I mean, the guy's doing everything that he physically mm. can to get more yards. It's so sad. Juju never has enough separation to get a, yeah. you know, to even get any yards after the catch. No, DJ Moore has always been, I think, more explosive. I think yeah. Smith Schuster is a is a good possession, but Juju's probably yeah. a better route runner. He's just slower. That's mm. the big problem. Right. All right. I'm gonna go Pittman as my next one. 
Oh, three wide receivers in a row. That's easy because I don't think that uh, the Colts are going to have a good game against Jacksonville. I That's, said it might be ugly, so that would be part of the ugliness. Who did he mention a minute ago? Alec Pierce? Yeah. I like Alec, Alec Pierce, Pierce a lot more. Game, or do you th- who do you think scores more this game? Or you think both of them are bad? Three weeks in a row of Alec Pierce outscoring Michael Pittman would have sounded insane oh before the season. I think it's going to happen again. Wow. And Jonathan Taylor's back, right? Yes, he should so be back. Another another twenty five year old. We've got three back to back to back twenty five year old wide receivers. Pittman is wow. not. He isn't that crazy. Pittman's in his third year, yeah. and Juju's in his sixth. See, that's why. That's why I said the other day with breakout age and like the twenty seven year old running yeah. backs. That's why age when drafted is so important, especially with dynasty leagues. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is his third year in the league. He's twenty five. I thought we all thought he was going to break out this year. And he did the first game, 27 points. I'm like, okay, it's happening. And then he doesn't And then Matt up. Ryan starts doing Matt Ryan things, fumbling, turning the ball well, over. The thing is, his two games that start the year 15 by no means is bad. No, yeah, 27 it's really 15. the only – the fact we've seen his floor, and it's, the floor is bad, but also you've seen the normal. Is he a guy who I would ever bench? I don't think so, honestly. He's getting red zone targets. You can't mm. bench him. Right? He's a guy. He's a must start because he's guaranteed you're probably your second best wide receiver, if not maybe even your best. You're just fading, fading him this week. Yeah. yeah this fade. is the kind of week that I think he goes for uh, another six-point game to ten-point game, unfortunately. Uh, I would love to see. You know, last time they had an opportunity to play Jacksonville, he was hurt. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter there, but I think – he gets 10 targets in this game. I just don't know how many of those targets are going to end up being kind of empty. Yeah. The, that might be one of the most emptiest target yeah, air, spots in the NFL is in Indianapolis just because yeah. of how many throws are not going to be actually on the money. And apparently he can't run deep. They just mm. use Alec Pierce for that. Mm. Who's your guy, Jake? Yeah, next guy, uh, another uh, a Steeler, former Steeler. I have down. to, dude. I, you cannot start Najee. The Harris fastest decline in fantasy value, even in dynasty, it's hurt. I mean, dynasty it's not guys quite there. Are, dynasty guys are just it's they're elevating. feeling. But if you're an owner of him, you are feeling every heat and pressure you can right now. They're going up against Tampa Bay. I'm so scared for him this week. You know, he's a year younger than Saquon. I that's mean, why I keep going back. That's why it's I keep disturbing. going back to breakout age. Like he was twenty, almost twenty three years old when he got drafted. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he was a four or five year guy at Bama, right? Right. I mean, he was there forever, and it seems like, you know, if he doesn't get the targets that he did last year, what's his fantasy value looking like? Because, you know, equal to last year, the offensive line is terrible. Right. So this we, there's no surprise there. You know, if he's getting a game with eleven carries for twenty yards, that's super disappointing. Right. Absolutely. Incredibly disappointing, but. He should also be getting 10 targets. Yeah. It's just the fact like that offense, I don't think they have a clue where they're at right now. They don't know what their identity is. You have now rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett. He doesn't really know yet. He's not confident enough in the system. Yeah, he does get you know some good yardage, but he hasn't really done much to put points on the board. Is it Matt Canada? Is that your offense coordinator? Yes. I okay. don't think Matt Canada's had good. two years in a row he's where he's had Big Ben who told him one thing, I'm not going under center. Everything has to be in shotgun. Right. So last year he was literally calling plays with his hands tied. Now he has Kenny Pickett, so he's calling plays with his hands tied. Mm. I don't blame him. It's, the offense just looks so terrible. It's bad because of the fact it starts from the line. You don't yeah. have a good offensive yeah. line. You can't make any quarterback look good. And then because you have a young quarterback and because you have a 
very inexperienced, not a very good offensive line. It makes the other guys suffer. See, I think Kenny Pickett for Najee is actually worse than Trubisky was because th- what was the one thing, like Nick said, that made Najee at least good last year with another check horrible downs. offensive line is because Big Ben knew how to check the ball down because he could not scramble out of the pocket. Right. What can Kenny Pickett do? Scramble. He can scramble out what of the pocket, and he, and he wants to prove himself and make big throws down the field. Yeah. He's not going to check right. the ball down to Najee. He wants to throw the ball at George Pickens. Right, and that's, that, and that I mean, is going to just hurt Najee more and more. They're not going to check the ball down. He's going to get 30 to 50 rushing yards a game. Over under 62 yards. Under? Under. Uh, against Tampa Bay, oh my gosh, under, yeah, under. It's a sad world that we live in, though. My it's a really guy, a sad one. Let's just get this over with. Etn, it's kind of ties into our conversation early. Why oh, I think that beef. James Robinson beef of the week. Beef. This is the beef and part of it because I think James Robinson is going to have his week, and I don't think Etn's going to look all that great. It's going to be an ugly game. The Colts probably win this game, I think. And overall, Jacksonville, they're going to be effective on the ground. You think the Colts are going to win, too, on top of everything? I think so. Oh, man. I'm going to do a double down beef of the week. <laughs> double down. Give me the Jags. Plus five, bro. Give me like a five-point win. Why are we win. so heated about this game It's right in now. Indianapolis. I think the Colts suck. They do. <laughs> they do. The thing is, the Jags are not yet elite. They're still in my fluke zone. If they don't yeah. win... Then I think they're a fluke. That start was a fluke. They if they do win, so well, then we're talking different. These last couple weeks have been so bad for them. You know, that was the Chiefs' only loss of the year was to the Colts. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. Yeah, it's disgusting. You okay? You guys want to get into the matchups? I say we just kind of – I'm going to go down a list. I'm going to ask you guys, tell me who's going to win and what we're excited about for fantasy. Yep. New England, Cleveland. I think Cleveland wins. At Cleveland. I'm going New England. I'm going New England just because how good they looked last week. But Cleveland's rushing attack is really good. So I think that this will be a Nick Chubb or Mondre game. I think so. I think Cleveland slightly has the edge in this game, being that it's in Cleveland. It'll be close. It'll be closer than I like. It'll probably be kind of ugly, but that's in a good way because they'll be running a lot. You know what? As much as I as much as I dislike New England and have for a long time, I I dislike the Browns even worse in AFC North. I'm always fine if they take an L, so I'll, I'll go with New England. I agree. Going this game could end in a tie. Yeah. Sure. Are we playing any wide receivers from this team, from either team? I mean, I, mean, I you guess. You might play Amari yeah. in your flex. I'm playing Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I think. I think Jacoby Myers see, is I think Jacoby upside. Myers has a, yeah, I think he has a higher floor. David Njoku? Like, I like David Njoku. Of course. We all love David Njoku. But, yeah. Who has more rushing yards between Chubb or Stevenson? Oh, great, They're both projected question. over a hundred. That's insane. Oh my I, god! I actually think Stevens. I think Stevenson does because I think New England's rush defense is a little bit better than Cleveland's, and I think I don't think that means that Chubb is going to get bottled up, but I don't think he has 120. I think he has like 80. I'm taking the NFL's leading rushing oh, yards wow. leader, Nick Chubb. Oh wow! He, at the end of the day, he's the king right now. He is. So I'm going to keep rolling with him because he's been a beast. I think it's Every on. Game. It's on Mac Jones's high angle sprain. So if Bailey Zappi plays, Ramondre. I love them both. Don't get me wrong. We've been talking about this next game for a couple of minutes, so we're gonna go ahead and make this one real quick. Jags, Colts, Jags, Colts, Colts. Are you confident no, in this? I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, at not at confident. I, I agree with you. The Jag has the Jags have their number, but it's at Indianapolis. That is the only advantage I give them. Yep. 
Miami or uh, Miami versus Minnesota, Minnesota in Miami. Minnesota. This this spread is insane. I hope that moves because I'm taking that all day long. It's only a minus three for Minnesota. Yeah, give me that every because I think they win by fourteen. Naturally, naturally, Vegas wants to give the home team minus three points. That's the plan. So that means that Vegas is so confident they think Minnesota is really probably going to win by a touchdown right. in this game. That's what they're betting on. So I'm going to say Minnesota as well. They should easily win by a touchdown. I'm thinking 10, 10 to 17 right. point victory. Like, if, you're, if you're an away team and you're favored to win, that says a lot about you. And the trajectory of these teams, Minnesota's pointed up. I know they're 4-1 and one and everyone remembers that game against the Eagles where right. they looked terrible because right. it was prime time. But they're a good football team. Yeah, they're solid. And oh, yeah. are we starting all four wide receivers from both teams, two of each. I'm three hesitant. out of four. Three out of four. You're not I'm starting Thielen, or you're not starting no. Waddle. I'm not starting uh, Thielen. Ooh. I don't even know. I don't I know. I almost say Thielen over Waddle because I don't I know how Waddle's so. going to look without. Really? Oh, Waddle's looked bad. Waddle's looked bad. You're a third string quarterback right now. That's what makes me skeptical. Even I think with Bridgewater, Waddle was not I don't really like either of Miami's receivers this game. I think Hill still gets his touches, but Waddle is kind of concerning without Tua. I see where you guys are coming from. Outside of the one 40-point game, Jalen Waddle has been absolutely, you know, a touchdown in week one saved his week. Otherwise, he would have had 10 points. And then he had 102 yards against Buffalo in a game where they had the ball for four minutes out of 60. Mm. So it's kind of like... Outside, when Tua has not played, he's been disappointed. I probably would start two out of four. Wow. That's how I feel so about just it. Just really. Hill and just Je- yeah. just Jefferson. Well, I have I have both of those guys on my dynasty <laughs> team too, so I'm really hoping they play well. <laughs> I do I do think I don't agree with the two out of four. I think three out of four, and the only one is Waddle for me. That's not. I, I actually agree with Sandy. I'm gonna go Thielen over Waddle. I'm not starting Thielen. I just can't do it. That's fine. I can't do it at all this year. <laughs> okay, next game: Cincinnati, Cincinnati at New Orleans. I'm taking Cincinnati. I'm going to go New Orleans. I'm oh taking- my gosh. It's at New Orleans, so it does <laughs> make Andy me Dalton. feel. It's t- the thing is, Cincinnati has not played at New Orleans since 2018. They're in a two and a half that's point well. favorite as well. Cincinnati yeah, is. Th- that's that's kind of a trap. Just the two and a half on the road. But I think they're. I think they should win this game easily. I mean, Andy Dalton. I don't think he's got it. He's not the revenge type of guy. He's too nice for that. So unfortunately, yeah. I think this game is going to rely on uh, a concussion, and I don't think Chris Olave is going to play. Mm. So. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara. Kamara Hill, this is going to have to be their game. I don't think it happens. I think I've been saying I've been baking on it. Jamar Chase, if Higgins is also – that's the worst-case scenario. That's the only thing that scares me if Higgins is out. You saw Lattimore is out. Oh, yeah, Lattimore is out, so that that New Orleans defense is... Lattimore has been getting cooked. This would be the time to see Chase finally have his game. I've been dying. Well, not not if Higgins doesn't play. I still think he has like 12 points if Higgins doesn't He's play. He's got to break out. They need to run him some intermediate middle routes, and that's how you get him. Got, well, get a guy he, like he him could, going. He could catch a screen, a slant, a go route, Anything. whatever you want. They I just mean, don't – haven't been doing it right the last couple of games. I think that he can get on good. track. You guys should go look at underdog, uh, underdog Fantasy. His name is Hayden Winks. He posts like these – or Josh Norris, all these guys. They post these graphs of the routes these guys mm. run. I saw that. You saw it? Jamar Chase runs the worst routes I've ever seen in my life. Yep. It looks like DeAndre Hopkins Go in Arizona. Go look at Justin Jefferson's, though. Those yep. are the routes Chase All should be running. All over the field, full-on yep. crossing routes, whatever. You get I got a guy like him going because you get them in space and you get them while they're running, they're going to break away and they're going to score. That's how you 
play that style. You know who's another guy who's going to break away and score this week? Saquon, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the Giants versus Baltimore. God, I mean, I've got to take Baltimore, but I would love for the Giants I, to win this I'm game. I'm taking the Giants on an upset. Baltimore really? is a minus five and a half point favorite. I'm going yeah. Giants on that. At, at New York, I'm I'm taking the I'm taking the spread on the Giants. I think Baltimore wins this game, but yeah. I would love the Giants think, to win this game. I think Danny Dimes, that team is looking solid. Like their defense has been pol- has been holding up. Saquon's looked great. You know, how about, Cody how about Dayball? How about Dayball? Let's, let's talk about him for a second. Coach of the year right now. Honestly, he is. I mean, right now, he looks like, like it. The, I wouldn't even say their defense or offense. Neither neither of them look amazing, and neither does special team. But they it's keep scheming. winning games. I think their defense does look amazing. I think it looks. I think it looks good. I mean, they came up big against Aaron Rodgers the in thing London. Is, so. They've had an easy schedule. Is yeah, Rashad really Bateman isn't. playing? No, Rashad Bateman's out. Exactly. Again? Oh my so gosh. without that, all yeah, you got to do is contain garbage. Lamar. <laughs> yeah. All he said, gotta, "Oh, again." I honestly didn't. <laughs> all you got to do is contain Lamar this game, which I know that's that's way easier said than done. I mean, the Bengals just did it. It wasn't it wasn't that hard. All you have to do is contain Lamar and then contain Mark Andrews. Exactly. Which is so, harder said than done. Uh, yeah. I feel much more <laughs> confident this week if I'm a Giants fan. Like this is a good chance for you to move in the right direction. Like if you get this win, this might be the statement win of the year. Yeah, if they beat Baltimore, would be a statement. Can we can we count on one hand how many guys are starting from this game? Saquon, Andrews, Lamar, Lamar. J.K. Dobbins, I think. Duvernay question mark because Duvernay was involved. I'd probably play Duvernay. I would play Duvernay over Dobbins. Dobbins look horrible. I mean, Dobbins at this point, you have to kind of roll with him because more than likely Dobbins was a. That's still on one hand. That's still five people. Yes, it is. (laughs) What rank do you think Devin Duvernay is on the year so far? Top 30. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I think he's like 26-ish or something like that. 25. 25, yeah. 25. But, and they, and that, 25. Game, that game without thing. Bateman against Cincinnati, because we watched that game, they were getting him involved in any way they could. So I see that to continue again. Yeah, Sanders, there's no way not to be a good top 25 guy. If that's yeah, where you exactly. are, unless you're Taysom Hill, then it's the worst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Arizona, Arizona, Seattle. Seattle. This is this might be my game of the week. All right. This is one Same. of the this my or that I wanted to have week. with you. Okay, okay. Kyler Murray or Geno Smith? Gino, I'm saying it. I wanted you to say it. Gino. Gino. I wanted you to Give say me Gino at Seattle. Man, I'm taking Seattle man. in this game. Honestly, I think it I happens. Do. Gino, he gets the ball oh, to DK. Gross. I think he's going to get the ball to Tyler Lockett. I think he's going to get the ball to a random tight end. Are we too high on Ken Seattle Walker? right now? I think we are. I think we're buying into the hype. I'm going to go but, Kyler. I got to go Kyler. Okay, that's fair. They're the they're they should be the better team, but they're not right now. Seattle is playing out of their minds. Are we too high on them? I think we are, but until they prove us wrong, I'm going with them. Same game. I'm going to give you another this or that. Hollywood Brown or DK? Mm. I'm Probably still going Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, he looks incredible. Right Hollywood's now. like top five yeah. right now. He's, He's so consistent. Really good. This is also the last week of yeah. like this level of performance. By yeah. the way, so I think after this, you go ahead. And, I, honestly, I don't think it drops off. But well, it won't I think you trade him right now. But. I think you turned not him before only the end D-Hop, of the week. but Rondo Moore came back last week and saw targets and scored like ten points. So then you add D Hop to yep. that and Rondo Moore and Zach Ertz. I think he won't drop as much as what we would think, but he will drop. I mean, it's going to happen regardless, but it's not going to happen quite drastically. You right? pick Seattle to win. I think Seattle I'm wins. Going this. Seattle too. I'm going Seattle as well, oh but I do think gosh. Kyler is going to be better than Geno. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's the only fair. part that we disagree. Right. All right. Dallas versus Philadelphia. Mm. Sunday night Eagles. Football. Fly, yeah. Eagles, fly. 
I'm gonna go fly Eagles fly easily, as well. easily, and it's at Philadelphia. This is a fun interdivisional. I think hopefully is Dak, Dak questionable? Is no, he's, he's out? officially okay. out. So this hopefully will be the first game Cooper Cup. Cooper, Cooper Rush, Rush. <laughs> loses, and we can get over this. He's undefeated because he's played the worst teams in the league. Yeah, yeah they need to quit doing the co- quarterback controversy bullshit with this situation. We didn't go through four years of this Dak right. contract stuff for oh Cooper gosh. Rush to come in and ruin it. Yeah, I, and I was thinking about this scenario earlier, and I was like, how funny would it be for him to lose his first game of his career and then Dak comes back the next game and takes the starting role back? So it was literally like, all right, son, you can start, but when you lose, you're done. And then he loses, wow. and then they take it away from him. <laughs> I got another uh, this or that for this game. Okay. A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb. Lamb, or Devontae Smith. No, I'm going to probably go C.D. Lamb in that case. Yeah. Mm, C.D. Lamb is going to have Darius Slay on him, so it's kind of questionable. Yeah. But I think they're going to get uh, Lamb out of the slot, same as Devonta Smith. But I think this is going to be a ground and pound kind of game for yeah. both teams. Honestly, Dallas's defense has really surprised me this year how good they look. So I don't think maybe Philadelphia might, I don't want to say struggle, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as some of these other games they've had this year. So I think that I still go Devontae, but just because their their secondary is not that great and Diggs will probably get exposed by one of those dudes. Based on how many leagues Sandy owns A.J. Brown in, I don't like to say what I'm about to say, but he's due for it. Yeah. You know he is. I he want is. it to happen. He it's is. right before the bye week. He's due it for another sense. 25, 30 point game. Does he moss digs for like a yes. touchdown in the oh, end zone? Yes. He's probably, probably going to stiff arm the digs game right the now dirt. as we speak. He could moss digs, and then I think Diggs also has an interception. I think we. I all think take, he gets burned on one, and he has an interception. We're, but we're it's, all taking Philly, right? It's a minus yeah, six and a half spread. So, yeah. Are we taking that too? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of that's kind of crazy because I we, like you I are. said, yeah, mm. I think Philly wins this game by at least ten. Oh that, wow, that's a trap wow. because Dallas's defense is so much better than we than people Micah think. Micah Parsons it is. is not much just Micah I mean, they Parsons. They do have Demarcus Lawrence. They do. I mean, Diggs is a ball hawk at the end of the day. But you know, you still have Vander Esch out there. You know, he's gonna always be a heart and soul of that defense. I mean, I agree to that extent. It'll be closer. I, when I say 10-point, I don't mean like a blowout. You know, I, I do legit see this game being like a 31-20. It is in Philadelphia. Type so of game. I do think that it could easily – they could easily win by 7-10 to 10 and you and you win that bet. So I'm it's going, just kind of a trap. I'm going 27-20 Philly. That's fair. Hmm, very and then cool. I wanted to put this game last because this should awesome. truly be the biggest primetime game of the season. Yeah, it should be. Of the season. It should be Sunday, Monday night put together. Should be. Yes. They should have this game play. They should play this game twice a year, no mm. matter what. Right. Bills, Chiefs, who we got. In Kansas City. Woo. So I'm taking Kansas City. Oh, Until man. Josh Allen beats them, I can't do it. I the can't spread take is also minus two and a half. Can Buffalo. You t- can you- oh, oh, my man. gosh. Give me Kansas City all day long. Oh, my God. Can you yeah. take Josh Allen until he beats them? No. He can't beat them. He well, can't do it. I've also seen the stat comparisons between these two guys through the first five years of their career, five, six years of their career, like whatever. Mahomes is blowing Patty's them out of the water. Blow, yeah. I'm, Patty I'm just so blows sick everyone tar- out of the water. In terms of fantasy, sure. Josh Allen getting right. his 70 plus but rushing winning, yards a game. Winning the ball game. Patty Mahomes right now is the best in the league outside people, of Brady. People get more credit for almost beating the Mahomes yeah. than Mahomes gets for beating them. It blows me away. All we right. don't talk about Mahomes on this channel at all do no, we? we we never really talk don't. about him we don't and we talk we talk about we talk about herbert burrow and allen more the only person that's ever beat him is burrow herbert 
could beat him this year a couple times. He has the potential to. Burrow beat him twice last year. Right. But can Al- can Allen do it? Because that's where they want to be. Right now, the Bills are better than the Bengals, so that should are be you, kind of a better You're both going Chiefs? I'm going Chiefs easily. As much Definitely. as I hate to say it, I'm going the Buffalo Bills. That's you fine. think they get them? Mafia. That's fine. And it's not I wrong to say that. That's not. That's it's, probably a more of a, a, a trendier pick is to say I want them to upset them at home. But until he beats them, I can't do it. I, I completely see the angle. I don't love taking them in this because I hate that. I hate that over under. That is, it's that, gross. The odds yeah. are terrible. I do think they get it done. It won't be pretty. It'll be one of those. It'll be a great game. Don't get me wrong, but it won't be a pretty ending somehow. Who has a better game between two quarterbacks? Josh Allen. Fantasy wise or like actual statistic wise? Statistically. You know, in real life, who's going to win this game? Buffalo or uh, the Chiefs. Well, so I got my home having, having a better game then. I got Josh Allen. That's interesting. This, I like it. I love Patty Mahomes. I truly do believe he is the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, I think Josh is. Allen is in that conversation. But, uh, you know, the only thing that I think Josh Allen is truly number one in is fantasy. But I do think he takes it up a notch this week. I want to give a little shout out to Travis Kelsey's podcast, New Heights. That's why I'm going with the Chiefs because the way he was talking about it this week, he was like, "Yeah, of course they thought they should have beat us all summer. Of right. course they thought they were the real best team in the AFC. I think the Chiefs are going to come out and show them we are still the kings of the AFC. Whoever wins this game is going to get home field advantage in the playoffs. Right? Oh, That's man. big. This That's is big. a big implication game. Like I, yeah. I cannot understand why this was not Sunday night. It's only week six. Is that the, is that the problem? Four forty-five game or four fifteen game? That's like four twenty-five. Yeah, it's right. That's the atrocious. Like, don't get me wrong. That's the middle window. I don't hate it, but you got to give them prime time. Right? How many four twenty-five games are there? There's one, two, only one, three. Two normally, there's three games now: Carolina and the Rams, oh, Seattle gosh. and Arizona. Thank God they didn't put any good games outside of that. I mean, oh yeah, Seattle Arizona will be fun for fantasy aspects, but not a not a fun game in in real life. Hopefully, but yeah, I'm not even gonna watch Red Zone right. after four o'clock this week. Well, I think that's I it think, for the matchups. I right? think we got them. We were gonna look at doing a this or that, but I think we're out of time today. We got three minutes. If you you got three it. minutes. We got three minutes till we hit an hour. If you want to do it, all right. Give, us, all right. give us a couple quick I had, ones, Sandy. I had Miles Sanders or Tony Pollard. Miles Sanders, Sanders for Miles sure. Wrong. Good. Good. I was making sure you were good. That was the right a test. One. That was he, a test. He might yeah. be drunk. Yeah, that, <laughs> was <a test. laughs> that was a test. That was just an initiation one. Oh man, this is tough. Wait, who the Jets play this week? The Jets. The yeah. Jets play the Packers. Oh, that's an interesting game. We didn't even right. talk In about Green that Bay. game. Brees Hall or Ooh. AJ Dillon or Aaron Jones. Who's actually going to break I out like, this week? I like Brees Hall. You were all over the place, so I'm going Brees Hall too. I really meant to just say Aaron Jones, Brees Hall, Brees but I threw A.J. Dillon first by accident. I think it's almost mean at this point to throw A.J. Dillon in these <laughs> conversations. <laughs> right. I mean, he's projected 11 points yeah, over under on that. Unbelievable. I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm, I He hasn't to. done it since week one. We're going to backtrack Amari Cooper or Jacoby Myers. That's a good one. Jacoby Myers. I think he's yeah, safer. Jacoby has way safer. Jonathan Jones and Jack Jones are going to be on Amari all the game. Yeah. They I'll, got nobody else. I'm going to go uh, Jacoby as well. Cortland Sutton or Mike Evans, or excuse, yeah, actually, yeah, that's yeah. fine. I'm gonna go Mike that's Evans. A good one. That uh, wasn't the one I was really trying to I'm go. Gonna go for, I'm gonna I go like Sutton because I think the Chargers' defense is, gives up a lot of points. So, okay, I'm gonna go Sutton. Um, and then we already did the one with Kyler Murray and Geno, so I like that. I, I feel like mm-hmm. that was all the ones I really had. Fair so. enough. Uh, let's do Leonard Fournette versus 
Man, oh, wrong one. There we go. Boom. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara this week. I think that's a fun one, isn't it? Alvin Kamara against Cincinnati. Yeah, and Kamara should be better because he was last week. I'm still going to go Lenny. I'm going to go Lenny. good. Hey, did you guys see the butt truck this week? Uh-uh. <sighs> he was literally running into a guy, turns 180, and runs his butt into his face and falls over. <laughs> Leonard <laughs> Fournette is a one-of-a-kind guy. He is an interesting man. Well, you guys have a fun Friday? Absolutely. You Couldn't wanna, ask for a better. Want to do a nonsense? I think we're going to hit you all with some nonsense. Stay it. tuned. See you guys soon. Thanks for listening today. Check us out on our socials at The Ball Bros Podcast. Let's ride.